gays, allies, and anybody that wants to learn more about the LGBT plus community. My name is Zanardi, and I'm so glad all your beautiful faces are here. Hello, family. Welcome back to the Alphabet Mafia podcast. Are you ready to hear from an alt-lesbian today? Mood, me too. I very much enjoyed this conversation with our guest, Poison Strawberries, a.k.a. Angel Vomit. We talk about sex education in schools and why it fails. We talk about stereotypical gay-lesbian relationship habits. Poison Strawberries tells her story about being a mother to children or to a child at 17 years old. And we talk about teen parenthood and what parenthood as a young adult is like. It's a really fun conversation, really friendly conversation today. And so without further ado, gays, gals, and me pals, here's Poison Strawberries. Hi, Poison Strawberries. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. I can just say I love your hair. It is absolutely so stunning. Thanks for being myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for everyone listening, it's what is that green? It's like a a lime green. Yeah. Uh, Highlight. Yeah. Yeah, it's half um, neon green and half black. And it actually glows under black light. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wish I could do I wish I could do my hair in like some like crazy or unique or fun way. But like with red hair, it's really hard. You can't really when you dye it, there's nothing that like goes well with it. <laughs> it doesn't blend. Oh, trust well. me. I I have red hair. I'm a natural ginger. So Are you I really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I I've, I've been a ginger my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dyeing my hair since I was like nine, so I know the struggle. <laughs> so I take notes from you then, because you clearly know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> there's actually on my on my TikTok. There's probably somewhere. Um, I made a TikTok. It was like um, when you realize that you're a gay bipolar ginger, and it was me morphing back and forth with Ian Gallagher from Shameless. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It was pretty funny. That is perfect. I get I get some comments that are like, you look like Ian Gallagher. And I'm like, I can kind of see it. But also it's those things where like gingers just kind of all look alike. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you think I dye my hair all the time? What uh, do, do you, what's your favorite color or like your go-to? Um, usually my go-to is purple, but this time I wanted to do something different. And I actually really love it. So I'm probably going to keep doing it for a while. Yeah, I mean, it looks amazing, so keep it up. (laughs) Thank you. uh, I'm curious, your name, Poison Strawberries. I feel like there's something there to it. What, where did that come from? Oh, um, I'm allergic to strawberries. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So my username is actually quite literal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. I, I'm thankfully, I don't think I'm allergic to anything. At least I haven't found that out yet. that's good i'm allergic to like everything oh my gosh have you ever had any bad like reactions to strawberries like like any like terrible experiences um well there was one time i was at my old job i worked at a pizza place and we were being featured like on tv so we made a bunch of extra food and my manager made a bunch of pastries and i thought they were like raspberry so i ate some i ate about five of them and they were mixed berries so they had strawberry in them and I couldn't leave work because I was one of the only people working there, like working the counter. So I had to stay and I just straight up didn't say anything. And I called my mom to bring me Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> so I stayed there. I couldn't talk. 
like my voice like you know when you're at a concert and then for the next like three days your voice is like gone that's exactly what I sounded like oh my god a similar thing actually happened the other day I ate a pop tart it was like fruit loop flavored and it turns out it had strawberry (laughs) so I was like suffocating and I didn't want to bug anybody to like take me to urgent care so I just straight up didn't say anything to anybody (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> Breaking out in hives, like whole allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, like throat swollen, hives everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! Well, okay, that explains the name very well. That's, a, that's yeah. A, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so why don't you just like introduce yourself? Tell tell us who you are, what you do. All right. Well, I'm Angel Vomit, aka Poison Strawberries. Um. I just kind of exist on the internet and people like that. So <laughs> I just roll with it. <laughs> You're just vibing. I mean, you give good vibes. So yeah, you can just, I mean, there's certain people you can tell when you just look at them and you're like, oh, you know, I, I fuck with that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just like pretty, I don't know. I feel like I'm a really boring person. My brother will not shut up. <laughs> He just told me to suck a dick. <laughs> and then he well, called me a stupid lesbian. You're kind of like contradicting yourself there, bud. <laughs> he said, I am not straight. <laughs> me either, dude. Me either. <laughs> we love that. A gay family. <laughs> yeah. My brother, my other brother, not this one, but there's another one. <laughs> He always like comes around and says like the F slur and then he goes, I'm not straight so I can say it. And like, I'm genuinely convinced that he's not straight. But he also like, when we ask him about it, like denies it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I have no idea what's going on with him. Oh, well, he's, he's, he's probably just young and figuring it out and, you know, doesn't want to talk about it, which is okay. <laughs> yeah, that's perfectly fine. I'm just like, I keep telling them, I'm like, yo, if you ever, like, need to talk to anybody about anything, like, I'm the person to do it. Like, I'm the gay sister. So if you, like, have any, like, gay troubles, like, come to me. (laughs) The gay sister. That's that's a good title to have. Yeah, the gay sibling. (laughs) So what, uh, so you're lesbian, as you you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But you also have a child, right? I do, like, yeah. Yeah, and so you had that that child uh, with 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 a man before you came out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell. So how did that? So how did that work? What? So you what? You were uh, like dating men at that point in your life, and. Yeah, I mean, I originally I tried to come out when I was like sixteen. So I was like telling my closest friends, I was like, yeah, I think I'm like gay. And they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, okay, never doing that again. Bye. (laughs) So I continued to like date guys and I just kept doing that because it's what I felt like I should have been doing, especially because I was like, well, nobody's going to believe me anyway. So I just like kept going with it. And then eventually I had a kid. I had her actually when I was 17. Mm. So. Oh, well, how, how old is the, the kid now? If you don't mind me asking. She is two years old. Two, oh, that's so sweet. 
Yeah, she's a pain, but I love her. <laughs> so, um, so your initial reaction, you try to come out at 16 and your friends didn't accept it or approve it, which kind of pushed you back into the closet and made yes. you continue dating men. Uh, what was your like family life like? Like, was your family accepting of gay people or were they also part of the reason why you kind of went back into the closet? I feel like my family mostly is like accepting for the most part, but still has those like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. Those like, like they say things that like yeah. make you think, wow, <laughs> like, okay. Those like passively homophobic remarks, but it like might just be because they're not like educated enough on the matter. Yeah. Like they don't know what they're saying is wrong. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, like we make a lot of jokes because like they know they all know that I'm gay so we'll like make jokes about like me being gay and stuff like that and it's all fun and games I think it's funny <laughs> <laughs> so. when so when you uh are 17 and find out that you're, you're having a child but in, as you're realizing this and you also are realizing that you're gay how did that how did that affect you like what what did your thought process look like when when you got this news um, well, mostly the way I tend to deal with my problems, which this isn't very healthy, but I kind of just like ignore them. <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> I, I just completely ignore them until like, until either they go away or it gets to a point where I can't ignore it anymore. So when I was like struggling with like figuring out my sexuality and also being pregnant at the same time, I ignored the whole sexuality thing and just focused on the fact that I was, you know, pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And well, then obviously me being gay came back up because that's not something that goes away. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's, that, that's probably one of the best, I mean, that's a really good way to handle it. Uh, I mean, not, putting off your problems is not usually the right thing or a good thing to do. But in this scenario, you had to prioritize your child first and your child's safety and well-being and a safe birth and then kind of come back to yourself. Yep, so. exactly. How soon, how soon after you had or became pregnant did you just decide to come out? Like after you gave birth and, and got your child's situation figured out, what did, when did you come out? I actually didn't come out like fully until December of 2019. So it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Okay. So that's recent. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to hear how I came out to like my family that's like not living with me? Yes, please. <laughs> I came out on Facebook and I made a post. I said, first person to like and comment on this post is gay. And then I liked it and commented, it's me. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It was pretty funny. People were like heart reacting it. I was like, oh yeah. That is actually so funny. That is hilarious. This it's me. I'm Oh, did you did 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 you get like those uh estranged like uncles that were like homophobic in the comments and, and stuff like that, or was it pretty supportive? Not in that particular post. Like, I don't think anybody really commented on it. I just got like a bunch of heart reacts because a lot of my uh, friends already knew. It was yeah. just me mostly coming out to like extended family. But <laughs> what was the what was the hardest part in your in your coming out process in that in that 
journey of self-discovery. I mean, I know at 16, you were rejected by your friends or they told you you weren't gay. How did you kind of reframe your mindset from there to build the confidence to come out? Um, well, basically, I was kind of like, not not like forced out, but at the same time, like forced out because um, with the father of my child, um, their family was like pressuring us to be together and like get married and all this stuff. And I started like realizing I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this my whole life. So I was like, out of the closet we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to avoid men <laughs> yeah no like seriously I was like I was like chilling when we were just like pretending to be together for the family because he got like monetary benefits because since we were together which we weren't um he would get like extra money and I was getting like gifts and stuff for like Hanukkah and all this stuff so um yeah, he was like, let's just pretend we're together for the family and stuff like that so that I can get extra money. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then they started like trying to push us to get married and all this. And I was like, no, oh. <laughs> no. I was like, I I could not see myself marrying a man. <laughs> Every time I picture myself getting married, it's always with a girl, you know? Yeah. Even my Even my Sims, like from a young age, I've never had a heterosexual couple in The Sims. <laughs> they were always lesbians i i remember being a closet kid because my grandma had the sims on her computer that was one of our favorite things about going to my grandma's house is that she had the sims that came with her computer because she wouldn't buy the sims by herself and we used to always play and i would make the neighbors like i couldn't make because like my family was there and stuff but and like i was closeted but i would make the neighbor men like flirt with each other <laughs> talk to each other even though they were like had a family like a straight family and a wife but yeah my my childhood best friend had the sims on her computer so i would like come over and we would like play the sims and i would be like haha wouldn't it be funny if they were lesbians ha 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 psych just kidding ha 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 but make them lesbians please <laughs> i is that i feel like every gay person every gay kid played play the sims i feel like that's one of those games <laughs> that, it's that one the of those things synonymous with the gay experience and also another thing synonymous with the gay experience is like seven-year-old you on your family computer googling am i gay taking oh. those like buzzfeed quizzes <laughs> <laughs> yes the amount of times that i went to the computer and took the quiz and search for different quizzes too. It wasn't just like the yeah, first ones on Google. Like I would like scroll different pages. Quiz. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, I don't trust this one. Gotta go to the next one. <laughs> they all say the same thing every time. <laughs> if you're Googling, am I gay? I, chances are you're gay. Yeah, it's funny because the quizzes, like the first question is always, are you, attra are you attracted to the same gender? And it's just like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So uh so the initial reaction to coming out was 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 good it seemed like or, or or accepting. Did you feel supported by your family and felt like that it was safe and and comfortable for you? Yeah, I mean my family's pretty pretty cool. Like they'll make jokes and all that, but <laughs> like 
they're pretty cool like I came out to my mom I just looked at her I was like mom I'm gay she just said okay and then walked into the kitchen and that was mm. that <laughs> so how what did the um what did the man do when you came out like was he was he wanting to get married too or was he kind of like in agreement with you on the whole thing he wanted to get married like he was really into me and I was like extremely distant like I didn't want anything to do with him and I feel kind of bad about it but not really <laughs> yeah I and mean, then it... he he always like he still does it he'll like call me a fake lesbian and all this stuff but whenever I talk to girls he gets like really like intimidated like he tries to keep me from talking to girls oh wow so a little jealous <laughs> yeah like there's this one girl that i'm talking to and he like would not let her come here for some reason and he was like using my kid as a weapon to keep her from seeing me oh my and it god it was really weird and then eventually i just like i called him out on it and i was like bro like this is my kid too you don't even you hardly ever see your kid so like like let me do what i'm gonna do you mind your own business and everything will be fine and then finally i like i shut him down and then basically now <laughs> now she's allowed to come to my house so <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> do, do, do you do you uh do you get like fetishized a lot or do you see that a lot in whether in public or on TikTok? Being a woman loving woman, do you do you see this fetishization of lesbians by straight men? Um, most of the people that like when they comment on my posts when they're like, I love it when women, they're usually like other women. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> bring me the ladies. <laughs> but I I very rarely personally get fetishized, but that's probably because I dress like a man <laughs> like 90% of the time. <laughs> But, like, I have seen it a lot. Like, when I was on Tinder, specifically, people would, like, match with me. And they would be like, oh, me and my boyfriend are looking for a third. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's, like, every time. Tinder is always unsuccessful because of that. It's like, that's not what I'm here for. Just because I'm lesbian doesn't mean I want to join you and your girlfriend. (laughs) exactly it's so weird (laughs) it's gotta be annoying yeah it's it's very annoying (laughs) what's some of the what's some of the most what's your favorite thing about being a lesbian (laughs) boobs (laughs) (laughs) every time they ask me that question just boobs (laughs) boobs yeah (laughs) I mean, I can relate because if someone asked me the same thing about being gay, I'd be like, dick. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, my my brother says that I like butthole more, which isn't true, but I do like butts. (laughs) I am a switch, but the girl I've been talking to keeps saying I'm a bottom. I'm not a bottom. I'm a switch. I swear to God. (laughs) I'm going to fight her. What's that? So, what is lesbian culture like, or lesbian the lesbian scene in in Pennsylvania? Is is it? Do you find it hard to meet people, or is there? A, oh yeah, a, it's like almost non-existent. Most of the time, when I get girls that are like interested in me, they're straight girls that are just trying to like 
use me for something which isn't entirely bad like you do you like try to figure yourself out but don't use me to do it <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean especially when they like lead me on into thinking we're going to be in like a relationship or something and then they're all, all like we'll like start talking and then they'll be like oh sorry I'm straight and I'm like are you, are you kidding me right now that's happened to me more than once unfortunately <laughs> oh my gosh do you, are these like co-workers or friends or, or people that you meet online um sometimes it's people I meet online sometimes it's people that I meet through other people sometimes like I remember one specific instance it was a friend of mine I mean I still talk to her because she's really cool but I, I was kind of hurt because I had like a big I had like a fat crush on her <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I mean, it's important to bring up though, because like that is a real problem, especially like in queer culture of people using us to, yes, you need to figure yourself out. But if you're going, if you're like doing that, you need to be transparent in that. You need to be like, yeah. hey, hey, you know, I am questioning myself and I want to, and I think you're attractive and I want to get with you, you know, they need to lay that out. And then you need to, it's up to you to be like, okay, you know what, fine. Like, I'll hook up with you, no strings attached, or no, I have feelings for you, like we can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> and like not put pressure on it. So like just that communication is so important. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, communication is honestly key for like everything. And I try to be like as transparent with people as possible, but sometimes it just doesn't work or I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so I have a, I'm curious. What is the mask scene like in in when I say mask scene, I mean like face mask for Corona in Pennsylvania? Because I know um, some Pennsylvania. Yeah, for I live actually like right outside of Philly, but for the most part, it's pretty good. Like I've very rarely seen people not wearing masks, and every once in a while, I'll see somebody with like their mask like down here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, under the nose. Me. Yeah, <laughs> under the nose. I'm like, would you wear your underwear with your dick hanging out? Like, come on, man. Can that be like on a mask? Can like someone <laughs> make a mask that like? Yeah, like people are so stupid sometimes, and it makes me mad. I mean, but they'll they'll do it too. I th I feel like I feel like that. They do it. Some of them are probably just like wearing it wrong because they're like dumb, but other people are doing it out of like rebellion. They're like, oh, you're going to make me wear a mask? Then I'm going to wear it inappropriately. Like, I'm going to wear yeah. it wrong. <laughs> like, I don't understand people. Like, just wear a mask. We're literally the only country still dealing with coronavirus right now. So if you could just put on a mask so that I can go see Billie Eilish, that would be great. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is she coming to Pennsylvania? Yeah, she was supposed to in March, like literally a couple days before my birthday, and the show got canceled. I was supposed to meet her. Oh my like God. I had meet and greet tickets. Yeah, holy crap. That's that's upsetting. Did 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 it get refunded or like rescheduled or um they're planning on rescheduling it for 2021. But if things change, they'll refund us. Like, we had the option to either wait to see when it's rescheduled or to get refunded. So I chose to wait to see when it gets rescheduled. Because <laughs> I really want to meet Billie Eilish. Like, I'm low-key obsessed with her. Of course. And, I mean, your hair is, it looks inspired by Billie a little bit. 
it's not like people think it is it's not i just wanted to do green yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> the girl that i'm talking to i asked her i was like what color should i dye my hair she's like purple i was like it's literally purple right now and she was like okay green then and i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> well i mean either way it looks gorgeous what's the um what's your what's the hardest part about being a lesbian what's like something that like you struggle with or that you wish could change about your experience um honestly in like the world today everybody just kind of like assumes that everybody's straight you know what i mean mm -hmm. and for some reason like straight girls get offended when you like hit on them especially uh, when you like visibly look gay so they'll like get creeped out by you because there's this like stereotype that lesbians are predatory or whatever so i don't it's I don't know. It's really hard to like find other gays, especially like in Pennsylvania. Sure. So, so yeah, it just having that, that community, sense of community and that like, whether it's friends or, or partners. Yeah. Um, that and your exes, you and your exes all share mutual exes. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny, but it, it kind of sucks. Like, <laughs> Do you do you do the lesbian thing? Because it's like it's like stereotyped or like joked about in the lesbian community how they like they'll they get like they'll meet and then like three seconds later they're they're in love or <laughs> in a relationship. I want to say something about that, but I can't <laughs> because I don't want the person I'm talking about to like find this and listen to it. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Yes, that is a real thing. We call it U-hauling. <laughs> oh, U-haul. Pack the bag, move across country, get a little Yeah, cottage. literally. <laughs> yeah, we call it U-hauling. <laughs> oh, I love that. See, see, it's so funny because the gays have the opposite. We have commitment issues. We, our, our, your stereotype is that you fall in love after three seconds. Our stereotype is that it takes three years after sleeping with them just to learn their name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Gavin go away Gavin oh your family is hilarious can I just say yeah my family is pretty funny but they can also don't touch my guitar it can also be pretty annoying you play guitar I do I actually play 16 different instruments holy shit so you're like a subtle musical genius yeah, my school called me a prodigy. So. <laughs> oh wow! So okay, what uh, what what do you like to play? Like, what is your music genre? I guess or or style. Did you hear what my brother just said? No. He said she can play pussy too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like most of the songs I know how to play on my instruments are Billie Eilish songs because I took like a hiatus from playing instruments for like three years. So I kind of like unlearned everything. And then when I started listening to Billie Eilish, I started playing instruments again. And now all the music I can play on any instrument is entirely Billie Eilish. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Except I can play Heather on guitar. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> That's so amazing. So I, I don't play any instruments at all, really. Well, I played guitar when I was little and I played piano. Um, I was seeing a guy about two years ago and he could sing. And so I was trying to impress him. So I went out and bought a keyboard and 
I learned Billy, I, I learned Ocean Eyes on the keyboard. Um, yeah. And then he, uh, he never, I, I never performed for him. <laughs> and he went on and fucked his ex. So, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> So, uh, a little slightly embarrassing part of my life, but hey, at least I can so play either. the beginning of Ocean Eyes on a keyboard. It's okay. At least you didn't have a girl come over and text her ex at your house and then oh. sleep in the same bed as you. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> I really hope she doesn't watch this. Well, if she is, what this what you did is wrong. <laughs> if you're watching this, like I'm sorry if I made you feel bad, but like it was kind of weird that you were texting your ex in my house. <laughs> I still talk to her, so. <laughs> oh my god! Lesbians, I swear to God, never over their exes. Never over their exes. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Lesbian. So as a young mom, as a new mom, a mom of a two-year-old, what what like what is it what do you experience? Like what is some of the the things that you noticed or learned about parenthood that you didn't really anticipate for? Honestly, when I was a kid, I like helped raise my brothers. Yeah, I did, because your dad sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I helped raise them when I was like eight years old. So I kind of already knew what I was doing, but the I wasn't prepared for like toddlerhood because I took care of them mostly when they were like actual babies and um, we were able to get our stuff figured out by the time that they were toddlers. So it's just terrible twos. Like the baby stuff was easy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you get backlash from like people or former friends for like being like, do you get judged for being a young mom? Um, Not normally. No, not no, because um, well, I got kicked out of my high school for truancy because I never <laughs> went. So then I got sent to a different school, which is like an alternative school. And then when I was in that school is when I got pregnant. So I got sent to the other side of the school. It's on the same campus. So like I could literally walk there, but it was the girls academy. So there was like a bunch of teen moms in there and they had like a daycare. So everything for I was able to graduate high school, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I got (laughs) graduated from two different schools in the same day. (laughs) (laughs) Credentials. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that's cool. You got to hang out with like other teen moms and like meet people and form a community around people who are yeah we had like a whole support group in school like we would all get together in the guidance office and like have a period to like talk about um any issues we're having or like get resources for anything we might need stuff like that what do your what do your like um prospective partners feel how do they feel about your kid um surprisingly i usually don't tell people right away that I have a kid because a lot of the time people will tell me that I'm not a real lesbian because I have a kid oh my god and like so a lot of times people will either say that or they just straight up don't care it's it's nowhere in between it's always either one or the other yeah well that's I mean I guess that's good (laughs) it weeds out any of the the bad people yeah, they're either like, oh, so you're not a real lesbian then, or they're like, great, I love kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, like, want to have more kids in the future with a, with a lesbian partner? 
Um, I personally don't want more kids just because I'm not, I don't really like kids that much. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't ever think I was going to have a kid. And then I did have one and I love her to the moon and back, but I didn't like want kids before. Yeah. So, um, if I ever like have a future partner and they want kids, then either they're carrying the kid or we're adopting. Cause I'm not going through that again. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> No, no, no. That's the one thing I'm very thankful for, for being a, a man. Because, you know, I mean, yes, I'm a man and I'm dumb. But I don't have to worry about child. It's okay. When we say kill all men, we're not talking about you, Ryan. <laughs> what is uh, What are some of the, the things that you wish you knew grow, growing up or that you wish, like, you've learned later on in adulthood that you would want to, like, teach yourself uh, or younger self i was actually thinking about this the other day because we were talking about like sex ed in school and stuff like that and we were talking about how it's not very like lgbt inclusive like i had to learn about this stuff in my 20s i'm yeah. 20 years old ryan i just learned this stuff <laughs> like they literally it's just like they teach you about like heterosexual relations and stuff like that and they teach you how to be safe like as a heterosexual they don't teach you about safety for like like they don't teach you about like dental dams or like any of that other stuff like it's crazy yeah they don't teach same sex sex education at all they yeah. don't they don't teach um they teach they, they, they talk about condoms and in some std prevention but they don't talk about like more and they don't talk about like the in-depth stuff about it and like prep and 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 yeah. stuff you can take I mean, I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I went to a Christian private school. So, like, our sex education was, like, abstinence. <laughs> it was, like, that scene in Mean Girls where it's, like, don't have sex or you'll get pregnant and die. <laughs> no, literally. That that was the extent of it. <laughs> That's pretty much what my public school sex education was like. They taught us about, like, periods and stuff. And they would separate, like, the boys from the girls and teach each of them about, like, how their body works and stuff like that. But I also think that there needs to be more like more like transgender representation in sex ed and stuff like that, because especially um, I don't really know much about being trans because I'm not trans myself. But one of my best friends is trans and I know that he had like a really hard time like figuring everything out. So I think that that should also be a part of, you know, sex education in general. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think. I think when we talk about sex education and health classes, that needs to cover a wide range of, that needs to cover mental health, that needs to cover gender identity and expression, and it really just needs to be inclusive of, of marginalized or smaller portions of the community because they are present, they are real. And it's also just something, it's something that straight cis hetero people are going to face. They're going to face, or not face, but they're going to interact and meet people who are transgender or mm -hmm. gay or whatever. And so it's important that they have an idea or understanding of, of this person's identity. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember <laughs> there was a rumor in my health class, like during sex ed, that my, um, that the teacher was like a lesbian and everybody was like whispering about her. And I was sitting there like, <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, she's cute. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> For real, I was sitting there like, because they were all like, oh my God, like she's a lesbian. And I was just sitting there 
in class i was like uh. <laughs> man can i talk to you <laughs> yeah no it was really weird like i could tell that she didn't want to be there either <laughs> like, we had we had one of those teachers that uh just like that well it was a christian school so like it wasn't talked about we didn't know but she had short shorter hair you know kind of that older lesbian um I don't know. I don't know what the right word is, but you know, kind of manly hair, I guess, or masculine hair. And she had a female roommate. So it's like, okay, there's a 60 year old math teacher with a female roommate. And they were roommates. They were roommates, right. <laughs> you know, in Christian school. So they didn't ever get out as the word didn't get out as lesbian or gay, but it was like, oh, that's a teacher with the lesbian or with the roommate. <laughs> I actually yeah. saw this post on Facebook. It was like a Renaissance painting of like two girls kissing. And it was like, ah, yes, best friends. Because <laughs> you know how in history they're just like, oh, they hung out with like their best. They lived with their best friends. It's like, no, they were gay. Just say they were gay. Yeah. Like They did that with Abe Lincoln. Like they were like, oh, yeah, him and his best friend like lived together. And then you find out that there's letters of a dude talking about Abe Lincoln, how Abe Lincoln had a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln got the cake. That's a real thing. Like Abe Lincoln probably had that thicky. <laughs> I'm waiting for that Twitter account. It's like Lincoln's cake or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lincoln's thicky. Lincoln's thicky. Thick boy Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they. That's another thing. Like in history class, they need to start teaching about being open about potentially queer people in history they needed to just yeah like i didn't know abe lincoln was gay until i saw yeah. those letters like i read the letters <laughs> right or, or at least presented as this is Link abraham lincoln he was married you know he had his wife i forget her name but like but also hey he had this very fond friend who they sent letters to and you know, it's speculated that he's gay. You at least present it in that way. <laughs> yeah. People can people can interpret it how they how they want or, you know. Yeah, like I just I definitely think that we need more like LGBTQ plus representation in schools in general. I feel mm -hmm. like the reason that a lot of people are homophobic is because they don't really understand what it means to be gay. And I also think it's really weird that like they sexualize us yeah in a way like that's so weird to me like people would be like i'll be like yeah i'm a lesbian and people would be like so you like pussy and i'm like well yeah but <laughs> you didn't need to say it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's that's so true yeah the the, the over sexualization over sexualization of queer people by cis straight people is like totally wrong yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, why are you so obsessed with like who I'm sleeping with? Like, leave me alone. Like, first of all, it's not just like who you sleep with and stuff like that. Like, it's about people that you might want to spend your life with. You know what I mean? People you may want to marry, and people's first thought is who's in your bed. It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, that personally, I feel like that's such like that's the biggest misconception of 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 what queer people are is that people think it's like a sexual lust. I mean, which it is. I mean, there's lust involved. Yeah. I mean, there, but people think it's just that people don't understand that it's like literally love, like yeah. <laughs> literal emotions. Like as much as I can appreciate the beauty of, of women and appreciate 
very, very attractive girls, like I could never fall in love with one in that romantic way. Yeah. And people just need to realize that. Um. <laughs> yeah, they just need to realize that it's not just physical attraction, like it's an emotional attraction as well. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep you too long if your baby wakes up. What's like the number one takeaway that you would tell younger lesbians who might be listening to this because I have a lot of lesbian followers? Like what would what would you want them to know? I would want them to know that people aren't always going to be the nicest to you, especially about your sexuality. So just try to stay safe. Try to find people within your community that you can connect with. That'll actually help you out a lot. Not only discover who you are, but also for like moral support and all that stuff. And also if people try to push you back in the closet, push them back. Tell them, no, get out of my way. Yeah. Don't don't do what I did and like hop back in there because it'll just cause you years of turmoil. Mm. That's that's amazing and and very true. Uh to, to own your identity and be proud of who you are and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> what, where can people, where can people find you? What are your social medias? Um, my Instagram and my TikTok are both poison strawberries, all one word. And um, I was going to like my Twitter, but I don't actually use Twitter. So I do, I pretty much just use TikTok and Instagram. So. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I, I really appreciate you talking to me today um you know it's great i love i love your support on tiktok uh, i know you join the live stream sometimes and i also appreciate yeah. your work i i like your videos so keep it up the great work and um you know hopefully we'll get that la trip happens sometime we'll get alluring school and and us hanging out so oh yeah definitely i'm excited for that i want to go to the beach let's go yeah. to the beach each <laughs> once this whole COVID thing is over and we can like get back to normal life that it'll be awesome yeah. I'm definitely coming to visit. I have a bunch of people that I want to visit in LA. So I'll Perfect. definitely be over there. <laughs> awesome. Well, can't yeah, wait. Yeah, and one of my exes lives by LA. So <laughs> <laughs> <can't> visit her. <laughs> well, again, I, I, I really appreciate you and thank you for your time. So thank you. Thank you for having me, dude. Thank you all so much for listening. You are all so beautiful and amazing. Make sure to check us out at www.thealphabetmafia.com. You can read our blogs there. You can support our brand. Get a sticker. Get yourself a sticker. That really helps us. It raises brand awareness. You put it on your water bottle. You put it on your laptop. It becomes more of a common thing seen around town. Of course, if you need serious help, you can visit the trevorproject.org or you can give them a call at 1-866-488-7386. If you are in need of serious help, please reach out to those people immediately. They will be more than happy to help in a, in a tremendous way. Thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you have a beautiful morning, evening, whatever it is. Good night.